In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Board. We're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, Alla Devil, how are you doing? What's going on? I'm all right. I've just found a uh, a, a, a little um, thing I bought from Tokyo Hands about three trips ago. Oh my um, god! We were talking about the Japanese postal system last uh, uh, last uh, last show, um, and this is actually like a mad kind of. Whenever I go to Japan, I always buy like um, greetings cards and stuff like that because they have really unique, uh, sometimes um, uh, very colourful, uh, very interesting musical. Uh, 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 productions um, in their cards so I always buy a few um, interesting <laughs> cards um, but I do have like a collection of fish vegetable um, kind of I don't know what this it's sort of like a postcard I suppose um, but uh, yeah Tokyo Hands always does a very uh, a, a pretty good line in uh, in interesting uh, greetings cards uh, and this is like a fish head <laughs> for those of you not watching on YouTube oh it's God. like a it's a, a weird kind of vinyl um, sort of postcard. It's absolutely disgusting, <laughs> but it's pretty cool. Uh, it, it's it's been in my possession for about three years, and I've I've, I've had you no cost. You got fish head as well. Yeah, we both got our fish heads. Yours is a little bit more girthy. Yours would cost a bit more money uh, to send via post, but uh, this God, is way it looks too. real. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, uh, like a plastic food, right? And it's in the studio. Mm. You might have seen it during the original tour. American Pete picked it up and sang uh, "Wonderful World" with it. I see skies of blue. <laughs> it was really, really yeah. quite fucked up, but it's mm. cool. I love this. It's yeah. pretty graphic. I like the. I, uh, I, I like it. that um, the the innards look a little bit like a flashlight. <laughs> so <laughs> oh, don't no. you be tempted. Don't you wow. be tempted, Christopher. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> what got a the perverse tail. image that would be. Oh, you got the tail as well. Oh, yes. what happened to the body? What happened? Who created? Who gets the body? It's chopped up. It's, it's behind me. It's, it's chopped, chopped up in the, right. uh, the sushi part of the of the set. <laughs> Yeah, man, lovely love stuff. Dead fish, awful. But Dead how fish, are you? Other can't than beat that? It. I'm good. Just got back from uh, Madeira, Chris. Um, you lucky which, um, if you've never been to Madeira, I heartily recommend it. What a gosh darn island that is! And it's in Full the of, uh, fun and games west of Portugal in the Atlantic, right? 
very beautiful place. Yeah, it's just Irish stuff. It's just near Tenerife and near, near Africa. Um, but yeah, Portuguese, um, very, very hilly, as you can imagine. It's where Cristiano Ronaldo comes from, the uh, footballer, the uh, much maligned, uh, mm. weird, weirdly, one of the most talented footballers who ever lived and still a dickhead. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. He still manages... <laughs> to excel in appearing like a bit of a dick um, but uh, yeah it was, uh, it, was, it was really really good uh, there's this bit where you um, take a cable car up to the hill Ooh. and I think back in the day they used to um, use these kind of like is it rattan furniture is that what you call it it's like a straw kind of furniture sort of Sort of settee sort of thing. Anyway, they used to right. transport goods from the top of the mountain to the to the bottom of the mountain to the to the coast um, using these kind of like little chairs. Um, and these people used to sort of skid down down the hill. Um, oh, I've seen that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so now it's video, so, yeah. so now it's um, so you just sit in them and, and and it's just like a little kind of sofa on 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 skates. Um, and you sk- and you get these two blocks and they skate down the um, d- d- down the hill yeah. and then they jump in a taxi get to the top and then they just do it over and over again it's really good stuff I saw it yeah I saw that in a Tom Scott video it's pretty entertaining mm. um, the mm. the Portuguese equivalent of a rickshaw <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> only very much one direction <laughs> like you cannot go up hill obviously but I would say like the the one thing that that, that makes me giggle is that God um, cobblers. Um, you know, people who fix shoes. I didn't mm. really explain cobblers there, uh, but cobblers must be um, completely, um, you know, must be pretty happy um, dealing with the amount of shoe leather because these blocks really have to jam their feet into the ground to slow and speed up the uh, these little rattan uh, um, sofas. So uh, yeah, it's really really good time. A good, good times had by all. The food was great. The drink was great. They make great port out there. Oh man, <clears throat> big fan, big fan. You lucky devil on your European mm. travels. One week Bosnia, the next week Madeira. I wasn't in Bosnia. <laughs> you went to Bosnia, didn't you, the other day? Oh yeah. Well, what, not the other day. I was. I was in. No, I was. I didn't go to Bosnia. I went to. Um, oh, Serbia. Belgrade. Serbia. Belgrade. Serbia. Serbia. All oh, right. Near right. enough. All the, Near enough. All the beers. All, all the Slavia. Why? <laughs> where have I been? That's good. Recently, I went to Yokohama Chinatown with the Cup Noodle Museum. Woohoo! To be fair, it was quite wow. fun. You get to make your own cup noodles. I say make hang on, so, your own cup Hang on, noodles. so, I mean, you could, I mean, start, let's pump the brakes here. Let's, you get to make <laughs> your own pot noodle, which is something that I presume you can do anywhere. Like, cup so, noodle, Pete. Do you cup add noodle. in your different flavours, cup noodles? You, 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 you put in your d- different flavours that you like? Is that how that works? Yeah, you get like a, a cup, you put the noodles in. You get to just basically choose the flavours. There's not much to it, really. And you get to... Most of the time is spent. You go into this big room and people are just decorating their cup noodle cup. And I was like, mm. this is boring. I'm not... This is not what I want, I'm about. I, I don't I, I, I don't do, do this. find a lot of, like, Japanese kind of tourist um, trap stuff in any town that you go for is... And you can go and paint something. <laughs> like It's always like, <laughs> you can paint a bit of crockery. Or an egg, or it's like I'm all right for painting. To be honest, that, like I'll it. do that in my own time. And they do anywhere you go. You can go to any town in Japan and paint something. A cup. Paint well, a I, cup. I I got the cup noodle. I literally just wrote a broad noodle on it, and that was it. it took like mm. ten seconds. Meanwhile, nice. the people around me were like fucking doing like Monet level artwork on it, yeah. spending twenty five minutes, half an hour, and I was like, mm. okay, I'm done. And the staff like dragged yeah. me off to go and put the. Various toppings in it, and uh, I got like uh, some cheese. Some I don't know if you've had cup noodle, but the meat in it, right? It's not 
actual meat. It's it's rather ominously called mystery meat. And I got mystery meat. They shouldn't it. be saying that. that. I mean, the PR should not have. I'm sure that's not an official cup noodle term, yeah. is it? Mystery meat. What? Mystery meat. I think it's beef gone. I, I don't know. It's be- But it's, it's very um, cult-like. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the guy that started cup noodles. What is his name? Um, he's like quite a famous guy. And Jonathan uh, Yeah, that's it. Momofuku Ando. He's, I think he's from Thailand originally as a kid and then he right. grew up in Osaka. Um, but the, the museum is very cult-like. Like you go in, and there's a big Momofuku Ando statue in fucking <laughs> right. gold. And then I sat through this animated video where they have like the story of Momofuku Ando. And then there's a big picture of all the people who've shaped the 20th century. It's got like... Oppenheimer, Einstein, and John F. Kennedy. And then right in the middle is Momofuku Ando <laughs> with his cup noodles. I don't doubt is, cup noodles have done wonders um, in the post-war yeah. era. Kind of handy, I guess. But um, I, I know they're good, but I feel we might have over, over-exaggerated uh, the... The well, look, if you can't be celebrated in your own museum, and you know, and I and I and I was in a on an that's island true. a few days ago that celebrated Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, pretty much every <laughs> uh, chance that they had. But I, um, yeah, I mean, it, it probably was quite revolutionary to have a dried noodle, um, to have that sort of process to dry a noodle out. Mm. I mean, it, it must have been like, what is happening here? This is absolutely wild. These can stay on the shelf forever. I think, yeah, I just love the way they did the story. It was like, Momofuku realised he wanted to help the people. And <laughs> no, he didn't. He just made some bloody noodles and stuck what, it on his shelf and made a load of money. What they don't <laughs> really dig into is how he like got done for tax evasion or something. In right. his first business, yeah. he like didn't pay tax. Oh, sorry, rather. I can't find my <laughs> accounts. I dried them out. They're so dry. They're so brittle. <laughs> I can't file them. Oh. Add water. I but yeah. like yeah they're like he he wanted to help he saw like people eating ramen after World War Two mm. and people mm. seemed to be happy and he was like I wanted to recapture the smiles of the people and find a way to make noodles <laughs> and all this nonsense <laughs> and then he um he realised he watched I think he watched his wife make some tempura flash mm. frying and he was like wait a minute if we get some noodles we basically flash fry them and mm. then. We, all we have to do is add water later. Bang, we've got noodles. The water rehydrates mm. them. Job done. And then he went to America and he was trying to sell it to Americans. And they're a bit like, eh, it's rubbish. Because it was just like a, a lump of like hard noodles originally in a bag. Like a cake, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they went to America and uh, the America, he saw like a... In, there's an animated video. There's an animated video and it's ridiculous. It's not in English. If you go there, there's no English, but it's still worth mm. watching. It's quite well animated. And it's like... Ando-san went to America and they've just got a shot of a street and a very fat man eating a very big burger under the under the the American flag and it's like just their image of America and then he like spots someone having some food out of a cup and he's like that's mm. it cups in it mm. and from there off he went cup noodle job done and he made loads he's of money he's retconned that he's, he's <laughs> I was trying to find a way to make a new kind of cement oh god <laughs> <laughs> the um I would say like uh, uh, did you have like your cup noodle and you know like when people go to um restaurants or um fast food places they have like different um you have the root beer and you have the lemonade mm. and you have the and people just do a little bit of each did you do that with a little bit of each with every little powder that you could put in there until it was 
MSG tastic. No, unfortunately not. I think you only get to try no. the original, the original flavour, and then you get right. to modify that. Oh, that's a lie. No, I think no. you get to choose if it's seafood, if it's curry, if it's the original mm. flavour noodles. So you do get to choose the flavour, right. like one of four. Um, Could you put your own secret powder in there? Like <laughs> Donaldson's <laughs> cocaine so special. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> just a little dazzle of MDMA. Whoa, oh, I'm having such God. a lovely time. Cup noodle. <laughs> I'm in love with everyone in this cup noodle museum. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't approve. But no. uh, I made a mistake. He, sorry, he's from, um, he's from Taiwan when it was under right. Japanese colonial rule. But really mm. interesting story overall, uh, how he did it. And um, yeah, he passed away aged 96, which is quite impressive for a man. He created he what noodles. might be the world's most unhealthy food product but <laughs> good for him it's probably it's you know cup noodles mm. helps a lot of people through a lot of difficult times including me at university i'm no exception so mm. lifesaver uh we got a story this week from Dwayne, who says good day celestial celestial chris and Ooh. photon pete myself and my two best mates mitchell and jordan visited japan for the first time in february 2023 we'd flown directly from australia and landed safely after our 10 hour flight I hate Australians because they don't get jet-lagged when they come to Japan. No. They fly straight up. It's like, God damn it, that's not fair. Lovely. That's cheating. Um, As I completed the most research and organised the trip, I was in charge of getting us to the hotel in Ginza Chuo City so we could pass out and wake up fresh for the next day. We'd successfully managed to grab our pocket Wi-Fi, Suica card, and take the monorail from Haneda Airport, transfer to the Asakusa line. Upon reaching Takarachor Station, trusty Google Maps advised us to take Exit 3. Oh no, not Exit 3. And not wanting to get lost in a country that doesn't speak our native language of Dr. Jelly, I I ushered my boys to follow me. Arriving at Exit 3, we were met with an absolutely tragic view of what seemed to be never-ending stairs. Between the three of us, we had five bags and forced ourselves to climb the never-ending mountain of stairs. As we reached the top, out of breath, sweaty and exhausted, we casually looked over to our right, and no less than five metres away, spied an elevator that would have saved us our struggles. Chris and Pete, have Mm. you been adamant to follow Google Maps only for it to backfire or make things ten times more difficult on any of your adventures? Keep up the great work, guys. Dwayne... Let it be known, guys, if you come to Japan and you go to Takarachor Station, avoid Exit 3, or better still, just take the <laughs> elevator right next to Exit 3. I don't think Google demands... I don't think this is Google's fault. I think you should no. just look to the elevator, innit? But yeah, fair play, I, fair play. I, I, I'm, Sorry, I'm very, I'm very <laughs> much of the opinion to I look at the map at the start and I go, right, I roughly go like sort of northwest. And then oh I'd never look at it again until I've gone incredibly that. wrong. And I just sort of go, let's head in that direction and we'll course correct when we get there. Rather than, I, I do think there is something to this. It's my toxic male um, kind of um, view of, of just doubling dune, as Limmy would say. Um, you, just, you just sort of bang yourself in one direction and kind of vibe <laughs> your way to where you need to be. And then when you've done 10 minutes... Have another look at the Google map. Because otherwise, you are just spending a lot of time going, right, um, do I go left or do I go right here? And it's just it's just a waste of time. Vibe it out. And if there's a loved one with you who thinks you're going very wrong, just get needlessly aggressive with them. Oh, God. <laughs> you are part of the problem, Pete, especially with your... I am part of the problem. I'm an oh, absolute nightmare to be with. 
Yeah. Oh, head north. Yeah. When, when, uh, whenever I go anywhere with Connor and he navigates, he doesn't say left or right. He'll be like, um, mm. we'll hit a T-junction. He'll be like, oh, go, go west, go eastwards, uh, go down. And it's like, just wow. say left like, or right, Like Connor. a graphic adventure. Why like a, can't like a, we do um, it? Yeah. Why it's can't we just... <laughs> Hidari, Miggy. Hidari, Miggy. <laughs> but uh, Google Maps... I, I remember Google Maps is really dangerous in Japan and the countryside because Japan has a lot of tiny roads that go across massive mountain ranges with nothing. Mm. And they're built yeah. there to maintain like cables and electricity and all sort of pylons going across the mountains. I remember one time I was in Akita with Charlotte going somewhere and it was like Google was like, oh, there's a secret road that goes through the mountains rather than around it and it'll save you half an hour. And we yeah. started going down it and we drove down it for you know probably 25 minutes and the road got narrower and narrower <laughs> it was in Akita it was extremely remote if something went yeah. wrong there was no phone signal it was dusk there was bears coming out to eat people and it was just like oh my in the end it got to the point where the car was getting like just stuck down these roads it was so narrow um, mm. clearly built for a K car or something and I had to reverse mm. for about 10 minutes down this road to turn around <laughs> and go back yeah but I never forget how scared I was. I realized, you know, 25 minutes into this extremely remote mountain route, I was like, wait a minute. We haven't seen cars or buildings or life for over half an hour. And if it you is, look at yeah. the map, we're heading up a 2,000 meter mountain where there's like nothing. And so you've got to be really careful. It does things like that. In other times, in winter, they shut a lot of roads in North Japan because of the snow. And I've mm. gone down roads for 30 minutes and then suddenly hit a wall of, like, three metres of snow because that's where, like, the snow plough stopped. They just, they just don't bother doing that road in winter. So, yeah, Google, Map, Google Maps is, is... I live and die by it for the most part in the cities, but in the countryside, you've got to be careful. You've got to be careful indeed. Otherwise, you'll end up getting eaten by a bear in Akita or just lost forever in it. I think the, it, um, when I was, when I was in, uh, near Mount Athor and we were in a, an Airbnb, there was, like, a kind of dirt road... Um, that would have um, lopped off about 10 minutes of our journey. Similar similar vibe, really. It just became um, quite apparent quite quickly that even my tiny little rental car wasn't going to get down there. The rocks were, like, pinging off the underside of the of the car. It was just really unsafe, and there was, like, a beck on each side. Um, <laughs> it was... Uh, it was uh, and, and, you know, um, my, my partner finds my driving quite quite stressful at the best of times, <laughs> and I think... Uh, uh, yeah, and I think she'd hit her limit, let's say. <laughs> I find your driving stressful. Oh, but, yeah. Good. yeah, those are the times to be careful of Japan. Don't worry, for the most part. Tokyo never had a problem with it. Um, I've certainly never had problems with Exit 3. At Takarachi Station. No. I want to go there now and find out how bad these stairs just, really are. I'm just not going to be. I'm just not going to be in that station for such a long time. But like, Exit Three is just stressing me out. <laughs> I'm going to dream about Exit Three. Exit Three. Oh God. Well, oh, Lord. Speaking of Exit, will Hilton make an exit out of Japan after the awful, hatred they've got awful, for their latest commercial? Link. You're not getting away with that. You're not getting away with that. <laughs> I could be a radio Chris, DJ. Look at me go. Chris, there is a uh, a new Hilton commercial on on your screens. Well, has been on your screens, and then it got taken down swiftly. Um, contrasting its hotel's flexible customer service with supposedly uh, inflexible traditional Japanese ryokan. Um, basically, it's a it's 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 a, an advert for Hilton um, uh, that shows um, vacationers stressing out 
over all of the rear can's rules about meals and bath times. Uh, and the advert cuts to the couple in a Hilton hotel from uh, the Rio Khan, um, uh, enjoying uh, basically um, attentive service uh, with the, the couple looking smart mm. uh, and relaxed and just having a nice time because uh, Rio Khan's have very different vibes to, to, to what a normal uh, hotel have, uh, did you would watch have. This? Um, I did watch this because I agree with everything it says. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's, it's actually quite hard to find this commercial now. I think it's on Twitter or X or the bloody mm-hmm. hell it's called these days. Yeah. Uh, if you look for it on X, just type in like Hilton Japan commercial uh, and it'll come up. Mm-mm-mm. And yeah, there's yeah. a couple check in and the staff go, oh, breakfast time. What time do you want breakfast? What time? It's between the hours of seven and eight. And what time do you want dinner? It's between the hours of five and six. And if you want to go to bed, you've got to do this. You want the hot spring, you've got to rent yeah. it. And it's like this, yeah. this, this poor old woman rapidly fire, rapidly sort of firing and delivering <clears throat> this schedule. Yeah. And you do have to adhere to a bit of a schedule, a traditional Japanese inn, because they have to manage the, the guests and whatnot. It's not like a normal mm. hotel where you could do whatever you want. You do have to like book your breakfast, bed and breakfast, your lunch. It's a bit if, if you're, it is, if, you're yeah. uh, if you're if you're a Brit and you're familiar with the bed bed and breakfast, it's, it's a little bit like that, but with more delicious Japanese rules. Absolutely, it's absolutely, and I, you know, I I get it. I watched the commercial. I found it funny. I didn't think it was offensive, really, um, but I can see why some people found it annoying and rude because it contrasts this poor old woman like listing off the times you've got to and like the, it, the the camera like pans to the couple and they're just like standing there clutching their luggage looking dead because they've just come out of exit mm. three and they're like mm. we just want to check in and have a, t- a nice time but they can't because they're having this kind of like dialogue thrown at them and then it contrasts that with them checking into the hilton it's like you may have dinner whatever you want and they're like wow really what a great hotel hilton yeah. <laughs> it's not a fair comparison to make though between a real khan no. and a hilton and to be honest i haven't ever i've stayed at the hilton a few times and i've never been impressed <laughs> Right. Okay. So, well, that's the counterpoint. Don't think I would say that. Like, my, like my uh, dynamic with hotels is like it's a hotel. Um, you you um, expect a certain level of service and flexibility. Um, and my partner worries about what time d- breakfast is 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 on until. So she sets her alarm um, religiously for that time. And and um, would I need to book f- to to eat some food and rest? I'm going. It's fine. It's a hotel, and if they don't have space, we'll just find somewhere to eat. Mm. But in a real car, um, which is what we experienced when we uh, landed in, oh god, um, I can't remember where. Where I think it was Wakayama. Um, we landed mm. down there. You're awesome, and yeah, and um, and we had like a, a, a lovely time in uh, is it Ayama Beach or something? I can't. Yeah, it was a beach down that way anyway. Um, and uh, as soon as we like, rocked up, it was like that. It was like all the rules. This is what time you got to do this. Do you want um, dinner at this time? Do you? And I'm just like. I'm ju- I'm I'm just mm. I'm just gonna drive down the hill. There's a there's a <laughs> hotel that has a a, a tabahodai um, f- uh, buffet that I'm just gonna eat all of the food there um, because this is just stressing me out. And and just things like you know just just baths and 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 what time you're allowed to do the. Uh, the uh, to be fair, to the credit to the Rio Can that we stayed in, the 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 best part of it was the onsen's flexibility. The onsen was open. Twenty four seven, and you could do, mm. and there was nobody watching me for tattoos and stuff like that. All that nonsense. It was actually quite a nice um, onsen, as onsen goes. Um, but uh, yeah, the inflexibility of of, of the food, and uh, uh, and 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 we had a crack at um, an Italian meal at one point. Uh, look, not my choice, but we had a crack at an Italian meal, and uh, wow, there there was some there was some very lemony choices made in the creation of a 
of a uh, a resort <laughs> i would not like oh, to revisit uh, so it is like it, it is kind of very spotty um and 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 different depending on which ones you go for but uh it's just a different vibe isn't it like yeah i i wouldn't recommend if you're going to stay in japan for like two weeks don't stay in a rear can all, all, all the time oh, God, I'd, no. I'd stay, like just do a couple of days experience it and then get back to um, the flexibility because you will need that flexibility when it comes to um, you know y- your hotels and stuff like that. So, so I've just yeah. finished working on a video called 14 Days in Japan and it's like mm. a guide to just travelling around Japan. We did stay in a real car in Hakone for it. Mm. And yeah, I think it's like you said, the idea of you've just travelled long distances through weather and then you get there and you get like a bombarded with like times and yeah. things and it's kind of like can I just when do you want your bed sit in my room and like, do just, nothing I'll make my own bed yeah <laughs> just give me the throw it on the floor and I'll lie in it and unfortunately with real cans you do have to get up pretty early for breakfast it's like would you like your breakfast at 5am or 6am it's like I'll just <laughs> take my breakfast at the bin like I, you, you, the, the, the mornings you know they're a bit brutal so that's the downside yeah. but the, there is a lot of upsides to real can the atmosphere amazing the service and hospitality top notch the food exceptional mm. Hot springs, incredible. Like you, the the trick is just to not see it as a hotel experience. It's subtly different, but it is often mm. like the best pit of your holiday to Japan. Yeah. I think for a lot of people, you get the right one with the right food in the onsen, and the food was exceptional at uh, Hakone. A lot better, I would argue, than Hilton. And I think rather than Hilton taking down their ad, Real Khan should fund uh, an ad where they can pair and contrast. Yeah their delicious food to the shit yeah. crap microwave rubbish you get at Hilton <laughs> or something like that like oh this food's so decadent and fresh I mean Hilton and then have, cut Hilton to Hilton definitely advertised on this channel oh, <laughs> I'm just saying Chris we won't, they oh. won't be back oh god <laughs> I'm, I mean Hilton are great yeah yeah Hilton but I mean I can't believe how bad they are I don't I don't know but all I know is I think that'd be more funny if rather than, mm. you know, them taking down their ads, there'd be like a, a, a yeah. rebuttal the, from uh, the real... The National industry. Union of, <clears throat> of Rear Canal owners, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, damn. I hope we don't lose any of those tasty Hilton sponsorships that I didn't know we had. <laughs> we, we've we've slated every last product yeah, advertised on this uh, podcast. We don't we, care. We don't we care. Just, if they want us to be nice about it... If they want us to not talk about it, you put your money where your mouth is. You That's put right. your money where your mouth is. That's right. We, uh, we've certainly blown our chances of upper hotels after talking about <laughs> the racist history book in every room they have, which yeah. is you know, worth you, You've really got to that. choose which side you're on with, with having <laughs> racist hotels. But. Yes, we do. And we know which side we're on. We'll be back in just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in The Fax Machine. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got from our listeners this week? Mr. Dolson, fill us in. We got a message from Robert in Sydney. Hi, Chris and Pete. This is a question for Chris. Um, so <laughs> this is another one. This is how the, yeah. the, the question happened in uh, in the last episode. Um, this is a question for Chris. So sorry, Pete. Just kick back and relax on this I'm one. Just so good at giving answers. So good with my knowledge. Oh, oh. Chris, having now <laughs> read your book, two questions come to mind. First, would you consider going and making videos in all these curious places in Sakata so we can see what they're like and which would be quite fun for you to revisit? Does Ma still exist, for example? Hmm. Second, when I popped the dust cover off the book, it was I noticed it was bound in white underneath. As most hardbacks are bound in black, I wonder if this was a conscious decision. Did you have any part in it? Love the book. Brilliant. Rob in Sydney. Were you um, walking around the Penguin Factory looking at different bindings? Yeah. I love that idea. Like, someone on their knees like, Mr. Broad, what colour would you like your book cover? And I'm like, come here, boy. I would like my hardcover book dust cover thing in brown. And they were like, human skin. I want it done in human skin. Bare fur (laughs) covers for all. No, I didn't get to choose at all. I just did it. I got to choose the front cover. Um, Penguin put forward a few options, front cover ideas. Mm. They were terrible. No offence to them. My God. Right. Uh, but luckily, I, a friend of mine who's an excellent uh, artist, Matt, uh, the illustrator, he... Mm. I, I, I met Matt like five years ago and I was like, if I ever do a book, you're the man. And he was like, I'm the man. And then five years later, I dropped a message. I was like, the time is now. And he just finished his Stephen King book covers. So it was kind of like, kind of cool. From Stephen King... To abroad in Japan, what a massive step down! I'm glad. Um, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you treat <laughs> Penguin with the same disrespect that you treat me when I try and, try and <laughs> no, do the Penguin artwork for the YouTube channel. Penguin, <laughs> this are is brilliant. Peter, this is shit. You've done another absolute shitter. <laughs> I don't know. Bloody YouTube, isn't it? It's all Penguin magic. Penguin are very nice. They're very good. Honestly, working <laughs> with Penguin has been a real joy. Um, yeah, but I just. Get the book covers you want. That's the important thing. And to mm. be quite okay. to fair to Penguin, I, when I was like, I don't want that book cover, I want this book cover, they were like, oh yeah, sure. Go, whatever you want, mate. Mm. And um, so that was good. As for the places in Sakata featured in the book, 
Uh, they do still exist. Yeah, most of them still exist. Like uh, mm. Ma is still there. It's called uh, Riru now. R I R U. Really annoying name. Like Riru, Riru or something. Um, should have just stuck <laughs> right. with Ma. A lot bloody easier. Um, but I'd love to go to Sakata and film them. I love Sakata. Sakata is such mm. an underwhelming town if you pass through it. It's kind of like the worst, most run-down city in Japan. But it still looks nice. Everyone's amazing. And the food and scenery are jaw-dropping. So, love a bit of Sakata. Mm. You've been there, Pete. You liked it, right? Got on well with it. I loved it. I thought it was, well really, radio. it was really chill. It was so quiet. It was just like, imagine a place where nobody is there. Like, it's like an absolute <laughs> ghost town. It's brilliant. It's accurate. Like, yeah. I, but it's it's so rare. It's so rare that you walk around a town and it's like, just there's just nobody around. Um, yeah, and you bad city planning. Mm. Like, all the cities broken apart and fragmented they've got the downtown area but the shopping mall's like four kilometers this way so everyone has right, a car okay. nobody walks in Sakata and it it doesn't feel like a conventional Japanese city as a result where most people are like on bikes yeah. or walking that's the biggest mm. downside poor city planning mm. there was a big fire in the 1970s the cinema it burned down the entire town and then the person they hired to redo the town clearly didn't do a very good job unfortunately <laughs> too bad too bad but Taking it out on everyone today, aren't I? Take it, city yeah. planners, Hilton. The man who rebuilt a town after a <laughs> fire. God. Talk about kicking them while they're down. Oh, right. Honestly. Or on fire. Well, we got a story from Jim or a question. Hello, Chris and Pete. I'm an Australian Japanophile in London. I was lucky enough to be at the Abroad in Japan Christmas party in London last year. It was great to meet you guys and Sharla and Natsuki, Ian. My wife and I have... Uh, thanks for coming, Jim. I hope you had fun. My wife and I finally have a trip to Japan booked for April twenty. Uh, 24. We're doing a 13-day tour that includes Tokyo, Nagano, Hakone, Kyoto, Osaka, and a few days in Tokyo, respectively. Uh, my question is, I would like to get myself a GoPro or a similar camera to document the trip. With three days in Tokyo before the tour starts, do you think I would be able to buy one there in Tokyo or uh, get it in London before I go? Ooh. My understanding is that electronics can be cheaper in Japan any recommendations? Highly appreciated. Best regards, Jim. Yes, electronics are generally cheaper in Japan. I don't know the science behind it. Something to do with the currency, um, mm. the way the currency goes, I guess. I mean, I've just bought some MacBook Pros here for the Journey Across Japan project, and they were a lot cheaper than back home. Mm. Um, so I would I would consider getting a GoPro uh, here, to be honest. And the good thing about mm. GoPro in particular is you can change the language on it right away. So it won't be all in Japanese and you won't get confused. So, yeah, buy it here. Akihabara. Go hey, to Yodabashi I, camera. Yeah. I mean, you do. So, I mean, I would research how to use the camera first because you don't want to waste some of your um, holiday dicking about with the camera. Um, Which is true. But, uh, great stuff. Yeah, get it. Go for it. Um, have Beautiful. a bloody good Beautiful. holiday above all, Jim. All the mm. best. And one last question from Lake Fires, who says, Hello, Chris and Pete. I was curious if Chris had any interest in the World Rally Championship in Japan. No. No, I don't. I'm sure it's awesome and fun, <laughs> but I am rubbish at sports, and I don't watch anything, and I'm the least fun person, whether it's football, sports, rugby. I'm not the guy. That's where Pete Donaldson comes in. Pete, do you want to see the World Rally Championship? It's probably quite fun, to be honest. I mean, it does look like a lot of fun. It always looks like... Because, I mean, I we all remember the late Colin McRae's rally on the old PlayStation. I'm sure anybody all, who uh, that was quite uh, fun enjoys game, a bit of a rally, they get very... Ridge Racer was where it was at. Ridge Racer. That. Um, but uh, whereabouts is it going to be actually taking place? Oh, it's the mountain regions of uh, Aichi, Aichi and uh, Gifu. Um, so... Uh, 
That oh, uh, nice. sounds like the, th- the thing about like um, Japan is like car culture is so huge. I imagine there's an absolutely um, uh, 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 ravenous uh, group of people heading down to uh, to, to watch that taking <laughs> place. <laughs> Very ravenous, <laughs> but and, and presumably like, quite a lot of snow as well. Well, I think initial and the um, massively popular manga series Initial D. Uh, a lot of that was right. set in Gifu and Aichi, I think, in those mountains. So I can see why they do that. Right. Actually, I did do drifting recently with um, YouTube sensation Ludwig over on his mm. channel. If you want to see me drift, I think I did all right, given I'd had no sleep the night before. And I only had like <laughs> one hour to learn. I did get to skid around. I did do... Uh, I, I think I was able to drift around a corner. So that was kind of fun. But you can check that out on Ludwig's channel. It was a lot of fun. I, I'd definitely I, be keen I, to do it I, again. I, I don't know much about Ludwig, but I did watch his uh, uh, YouTube clip of his mum exposing his real name, which amused me very much. <laughs> it's just like, Mum! Stop it! <laughs> What's his real name, then? Isn't that Ludwig? I'm not telling you. I'm not telling what? you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not out him, outing him again. I'm just say, Let me just say, Chris, maybe you know a few <laughs> more Pete's than you realise. <laughs> what? He's not actually called Pete, is he? He's not called Pete. I think Peter. he might be called Pete. I think no. Called I, think his, I think his mother exposed him. His I've French mum. Wow. Yeah, Jesus. have a look. Have a look. Figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Is it it's out Wikipedia? there. I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not outing someone. I mean, literally... Uh, it literally... Uh, doxing his, his name. Mom, his mum did it. Doxed, his mum doxed him on, on air, which amused me. Jesus. Terribly. Terribly. Dear, dear. Well, go and check out on Ludwig. I'll Keep propagate. the stories, questions, comments coming in to the Born Japan podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We'll be back, guys, later in the week. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Born Japan podcast. Bye for now. Ta-ta! in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.